0: Hello beautiful people and welcome to In Your Power podcast with Kat. How are we all going today? I hope we're all amazing. <laughs> um, just want to say thank you for tuning in and uh, thank you for clicking play. Um, and I just want you all to know that I super appreciate you and listening to the podcast. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much. So today I'm going to talk about um, something that has been in my universe for a little bit, (laughs) Um, in my scope of stuff (laughs) um and it is um a topic that has been coming up a little bit um and I have been you know going through all the things in relation to this and that is um violence against women um and what that means and how that has shown up and um all those sorts of things so um I just want to start with um I'm about to become accredited for um the white ribbon uh thing (laughs) um with the White Ribbon Accreditation for being, um, a business that supports the White Ribbon Ambassadorship stuff. And, um, I just want to sort of go over, you know, what I've sort of, um, learnt so far and, you know, obviously, um, I've been a massive supporter of White Ribbon Day and, you know, the White Ribbon organization for quite a long time. Um, And uh, obviously from um, my um, previous relationship and everything, um, you know, White Ribbon is very, very close to my heart and, you know, my... um, story. (laughs) Um, You know, um, a lot of people say, you know, um, you know, violence is just or people's mentality is, you know, violence is just physical. But there are other violences that are just as impactful and that is emotional Violence, (laughs) emotional abuse. So if you guys aren't familiar with my story, um, just a little bit um, about what my story is. Um, If you want more detail, jump back into like my first episode and that gives you a way more detailed, um, overview of what my story, you know, what has happened and all that sort of thing. But obviously, um, so, um, (laughs) I was married to, um, a very emotional, abusive person. Um, and, and that's where I guess I got introduced to, Um, emotional abuse, I guess. (laughs) I mean, obviously that wasn't my first instance of being emotionally abused or, you know, that sort of thing. But um, obviously it was my biggest um, indicator, my biggest thing (laughs) that affected me in terms of my life and my sense of self and, you know, all those things. So, anyway, today's subject is going to be about um, the processes of uh, what emotional abuse is, what it means and you know obviously if you guys are listening and you've hit play maybe you're looking for some answers as to what's going on in your life if you are being emotionally abused if you need help if you um have heard of the white ribbon thing um (laughs) And I just want to say, um, obviously this is just my opinion. Um, this is just what I have gotten from my experiences in my life. And, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a counselor. I am just a human being talking to you guys. Um, hoping that whatever I say is helpful to whoever needs to hear it. So just be mindful that um, it's a bit raw today and, you know, just going over things and, you know, reading up on stuff and, you know, I've just been trying to make sure that, you know, the data that I share today and the information that I share is up-to-date and current and is clear and decisive, like, accurate. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'll start with what emotional abuse is, just, like, what it feels like, what the what it's called, what, it, what little different things of emotional abuse are. Um, and then we'll move on to um, how we can try and stop this from happening, how we can try and educate, you know, the boys, the men in our lives, you know, to take a stand and to show up for themselves and for everyone. <laughs> so, um, let's start with the first one of emotional abuse, and that is um, what I think is probably one of the biggest ones, um, especially in the like date dating realm. Um, Love bombing is probably one of the biggest emotional abuses um, that there can be. Um, And love bombing is when someone just completely, like, bombards you (laughs) with, you know, love to make you feel like you are, like, soulmates that you are meant for each other that you know you're the only one for each other you know they just they message you all the time they call you all the time you know they just say all these things and this is a thing (laughs) to make you feel emotionally attached to this person um which is a form of abuse because they love bomb you and make you feel like you're the most important person, you're the most special person, you know, there's no one else that I ever want to be with, you know. And this is in the initial stages of dating and you know for those of you that are in the healthy realm, um, that much so quickly is probably a little bit much. (laughs) Um, so just be wary of that as an indicator of, um, emotional abuse. So, um, the next thing, one of the most important ones is also, um, they um give you the silent treatment uh they completely shut off they shut you out they don't talk to you they don't give eye contact they completely ignore you as if you aren't even there um which is like called stonewalling you know like the, like they're acting as if you're not even in their realm <laughs> um and this is a really bad one, um, emotionally, because um, it feels like there, like, there's no validation. You are worthless. You have no meaning to them, and you know it's like the emotional equivalent of getting your oxygen cut off, <laughs> um, which is horrific um and for those of you um I'm sure some of you have did have that um possibly from your parents as well like they'd completely you know crack the shits at you and just refuse to talk to you because you did something wrong um you know it's that sort of thing that is a form of emotional abuse so that is a big one Um, Another one is uh, giving you reasons to not see friends and family, Um, cutting off your lifelines, so to speak. So like, um, you know, giving all the reasons under the sun why you can't go see your friend today or why you can't go spend time with your family Um, and by Doing that, they isolate you um, and they make it like they are the only ones that have your best interest at heart. Um, And that is very, very dangerous. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sorry, that is another form of emotional abuse. Um, And then another one is they make you feel like other people are a threat so they say things like oh no one no one ever does anything for you for nothing um you know oh this person just you know spends time with you because they think you're pretty or, you know, or they've just got the hots for you or, you know, that sort of thing. Or, you know, this person just wants your job. That's why they're trying to get close to you. Um, You know, that sort of thing. Um, And they use lies or deception to make you feel like, everyone is a threat to you. Um, And then the biggest one, which um, I had the most of, I believe, (laughs) um, and, you know, um, was and is gaslighting. So gaslighting is when someone lies to you about how you remember things or about an event or something that you said or they said or something that happened and they twist it and make you think you are going crazy. So they make you think that the way you remember it is wrong. They make you think that the things you recall are inaccurate. Um, And they, or they be like, oh no, you're just, that's not what I meant. That's not what I said. Those are the words that come out of their mouth when they are gaslighting you. So, they lie to you about the past. They lie to you about um, how you are feeling and they make you think that your recollection is wrong. And then that in turn makes you feel like you are going crazy. So that one is a huge one, (laughs) Um, and is probably the most used, I feel, in terms of um, relationship abuse, uh, emotional abuse in relationships. (laughs) Um, It's just, um, for me, it was one of the biggest things that happened to me in my relationship, Um, and it's probably one of the harder ones to get over (laughs) Um, and just trying to actually feel like that you're remembering things right Um, and actually like going through the motions and being like, you know, just – them making you doubt yourself is their ultimate tool. It's their ultimate tool to have that power over you. And that feeling of, fuck, did I not remember that right? Am I completely going mad? Did they not actually say that? Did they not actually do that? Like, did I dream it? Am I like losing my mind I'm sure this is what happened and with that tool that's where they get you that's where they completely have you know gripped and have ultimate control because by them making you feel like they by them making you feel like you're crazy that means they've won (laughs) um you know and as hard as it is um my only advice for that if you are going through that try and find somewhere to write things down of how things actually happened and put dates put times put like what actually happened and then Just so you have the recall to know that that is how things happened. But (laughs) put it in a place where they can't find it. (laughs) Because from my experience, I was doing that. I was writing notes. I was trying to put things straight in my recall um, of what, of things that happened and then I completely felt even crazier because the notes that I had written disappeared out of my phone. (laughs) So you can imagine my recollection of that and realising, okay, I've... (laughs) Have I really lost my mind? Because I was writing notes um, about things, and now it's gone. Was that real? <laughs> it was real, but this person has had found the notes and then had deleted them out of my phone. Um, and yeah, can't even say how that affected me. Um, it just made me realise even more that where I was was definitely in the wrong place. And, you know, the fact that I was writing notes to try and make myself remember or know that what I was remembering was right, um, that should have been the first alarm bell. In fact, there was a million alarm bells, let's be honest. But when that happened, that should have been, the minute i walked out but i didn't <laughs> obviously i didn't um but yeah so that's one of my tips for you if you feel like you are going through something like this um but then obviously there's that whole do they have access to your phone are they really controlling of your phone um that is another massive indicator of emotional abuse um, And probably one of the hardest, actually, because, you know, they're looking at your phone constantly. Um, They expect to have access to your phone whenever they want. You know, I mean, you know, there's a level of trust and stuff. And then, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it's there's there's just such a line of, you know, having control and not having control, if that makes sense. Um, so there's like, you know, the trust of, you know, your partner knows your password cause you guys like, you know, jump on the car app, you know, Spotify, whatever, let's, you know, change the song, whatever. Um, there's that, but then there's, next level of like demanding to have access to your phone whenever they have whenever they want and yeah it's just that yes so that's a massive one (laughs) um another one is um they devalue you they put you down. Um they say things like backhanded comments or flat out comments to your face like oh, you shouldn't wear that, that makes you look fat, or uh oh, that cut that top is way too low cut for your for your whatever. Or oh my God, that skirt is way too short. You'll bend over and everyone's going to see what you had for breakfast. Um, you know, <laughs> comments like that, no, no. No one gets to comment like that about the way you dress, how you look, ever. <laughs> so it's just, you know, things like that is, it's, it's, yeah, not cool (laughs) um it's really yeah they're just those comments especially coming from a loved one a loved one um you know it shouldn't be a thing like they shouldn't words like that should not be coming out of your partner's mouth or your friend's mouth or your family member's mouth, you know, um, it's definitely a sign of, yeah, (laughs) non-caring. And the last one is projection and it's them projecting onto you what they are doing. So um, they are literally calling you what they are. Um, and I got a lot from mine. You're such a narcissist. <laughs> and I, for those of you that know me, Although a narcissist, it's just, it's not, I'm far from a narcissist. <laughs> um, and yeah. Or they accuse you of cheating or talking to someone inappropriately or acting jealous and, or, you know, all those things they put on you of what they are doing. So, yeah, that is probably the last and one of the bigger ones too of emotional abuse. So, um, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard moving forward from that. Um, And from my experience, it's like I got a lot of questions from a lot of people saying, why did you stay for so long when it was so bad? And all I can say is, Because at the time, I felt what I was dealing with was easier than having to deal with the separation. With having to deal with the onslaught of what I knew would happen when I left. (laughs) And I was right. (laughs) But... It was through the help of friends and family that I was able to get through what I got through, um, and a big shout out to my solicitor as well, who actually helped me heaps, especially with like obviously the legal implications of what getting out of the marriage was but also what happened in the interim of you know the separation and the talks of dividing things and separating things and um, you know who legally owned what and all that sort of stuff so um, but I am 100% knowing and certain that if you have the right things in place, if you have the tools and the things, the support, you can get out of it and you will be way better for it, 100%. And... Looking back today on some of the stuff, (laughs) um, it was not easy, but it was a thing. (laughs) It made me stronger It made me realise my ability to overcome things. It made me realise that my life was better on the other side. (laughs) A hundred times better. And knowing that and having the support of a really, really amazing friend All it took was one friend to show me the ultimate way (laughs) Um, along with a lot of other amazing women in my life that supported me and were my shoulders, so to speak, and um, just listening to what was going on and helping me to realize I wasn't crazy. (laughs) Um, Had it not been for them, I'm not sure where I would be. But thank goodness for them (laughs) and their support because I'm here now and I am – so grateful and in awe and amazed at how life has turned out for me so far. (laughs) And the best is yet to come, 100%. And things just keep getting better. (laughs) Um, Yes, I've had rough times And, you know, that's just life. But meeting someone who has been such an amazing person in my life made me realise, has made me realise that everything happened the way it happened just because and, you know, It's given me the strength to do the things I'm doing now, (laughs) like speaking up and reaching out and doing things that will push out of my comfort zone and help people realize that possibly the relationship they're in is not the relationship they should be in. And also helping and providing resources to put the word out there, to put learning out there that one of the major things in Things are to educate and to show the way. So if you are a guy and you're listening right now, hi. (laughs) And I just want you to think about how you treat the women in your life, how you treat the girls in your life. And I want you to think about how the men in your life treat the women in their life and the girls in their life and the boys in your life. How do they treat the women and the girls in your life? And think if you had a daughter or a wife or a sister or a mother and these men treated them like how they're treating these women or these girls would you be happy for that to be in their lives so if you wouldn't be happy with how they're treating the women and the girls in their life And how about you stand up and you speak out and you say, hey, that's not cool. Hey, that's not right. And you think about what that means for you and how that makes you feel. And yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, the one thing I want you guys to get out of this is the only way forward is to educate and show the way for our younger generation to realise that The only way to get rid of men's violence against women is to educate the men and the young men and the boys to be better. To show up and to treat people and women and girls respectfully and to treat them as equals and to not belittle them and to not disregard them and to not make fun of them and to not treat them like an object or a piece of property. So, we need to teach them how to be the right way <laughs> and how to respect and to start conversations that promote empathy and awareness and consciousness of the way we act. And how we are. (laughs) So let's start the conversation. Let's start that today. So if you guys are listening and this has resonated with you, um, I want you to share this out. I want you to stand up and speak out and I want you to be all that you can be and show up as the best human you know how to be and put this out there. And if anyone is listening to this today and they need help, I will share some links in the comments in the show notes, on where to get help, where to find help, and how to speak up and to talk about these topics, um, an awesome resource is for um, is obviously the White Ribbon Australia website. Um, they have some really, really amazing um, stuff, <laughs> resources. And there's lots of things, um, but I'll link them all in the show notes today. So um, I just want to say thank you all for listening. And I hope this wasn't too grim for you, but um, I just felt really led to talk about it today. Um, it's just been sort of in the back of my head. so. <laughs> yeah so thank you for listening um thank you for staying all the way through to the end of this episode and um honestly please if this has resonated with you um share it out um share it with someone who you think may need to listen to it um and you know Sometimes we need to be discreet with the people in our lives who have issues going on, Um, but, you know, um, whether it's safe to do so, you should know how to do these things. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, Next week's will be a bit more perky, I promise. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Everyone, peace and love, guys. Cut out.